Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Groove Talk. Groove Talk is brought to you by Froggy Style Productions. Before we get into this episode of the show, I'm just going to get some quick business out of the way. If you would like to support the show, consider visiting our Patreon page. That can be found at patreon.com slash fsproductions. You can donate as little as $1 per month. If you do donate that minimum amount of $1 per month, you gain early, unedited, and ad-free access to all podcasts that get released through Froggy Style Productions. We have some new podcasts coming in 2020, and we are already posting those episodes on Patreon. So if you'd like to get a sneak peek of those, consider donating to the show through our Patreon page. There are the more you do donate, the cooler things you do get. So check it out. Patreon.com slash FS Productions. I'll have a link in the episode notes. So if you are curious, you can easily find it. All donations are greatly appreciated. And the people who are currently donating to the show on a monthly basis through Patreon, you are the true heroes here. You guys are the best and you really make me feel good. So that again is patreon.com slash fsproductions. If you're fans of the show, consider signing up for our monthly newsletter. The monthly newsletter comes out on the first Monday of every month. You can find the sign-up page at fsproductions.ca. It's right on the homepage. It's the first thing you're going to see. You enter in your email to that little bar, hit subscribe, and you are signed up for the monthly newsletter. The newsletter will keep you informed with everything that is happening at Froggy Style Productions. It includes a podcast schedule as well as a lot of other fun information and stuff like that. It also enters your name automatically into any draws that are done through the podcast for your chance to win said draws. So again, if you are fans of the show, fsproductions.ca, check it out. While you're there, just check out the website. There's a lot of cool content on there. It's where all the podcasts get posted with supplementary content as well. And we also have an online store. So if you want to buy a t-shirt, if you want to buy a mug, stickers, pins, online store is where to do it. And that also helps support the podcast. So you're killing two birds with one stone. You're getting some really cool swag and you're also supporting your favorite music podcast. Maybe. I hope I'm your favorite music podcast. Who knows? Anyways, thank you very much for listening and check it out. fsproductions.ca. It's a great website. On this episode of Groove Talk, I am joined by Barry, Kyle, and Cam, and they are all part of the band Sweet Berry Wine. From the moment these guys walked into the house, it was nonstop jokes and laughing and just an all-around good time. They came in like a good time hurricane, and it was amazing. I really, really, really enjoyed this episode of the podcast. There was lots of laughs. There was lots of really cool conversation and these guys are just really down to earth and just legitimate human beings and like I said it was just a real pleasure to get the chance to sit down and have a conversation with them the 
You can listen to their song, Cookie Monster, at the end of the episode. It is a single, and if you would like to purchase it, you can do so through Bandcamp. I have all the links of where you can do that in the episode notes. The song is really awesome. All their music is really awesome. It's They have two two songs available right now, but both are really good. It's really funky and soul-driven and kind of has like a touch of R&B to it. And like the very first thing that we talk about is kind of the, one of the first things at least, is kind of the, uh, how music has to have a groove to it and how we appreciate the grooviness of music and their music definitely has that groove. It's really good. I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I did recording it and have a great day. You're amazing. This is Groove Talk with Froggy Style. Uh, welcome to another episode of Groove Talk, everybody. On this week's episode, or I guess it's not this week's episode, but anyways, on this episode, I'm joined by Kyle, Barry, and Cam, and they are all part of the band Sweet Berry Wine. Hello! Hello. <laughs> so just guess to start, I guess just to start, man, I'm off to a rough start. <laughs> you need that coffee. Yeah. Uh, why don't you guys just kind of introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about the band. All right, I'll, I will begin. I am Kyle Tenove and I am the bass player and uh, I love sweet berry wine. Barry, please. Um, my name is Barry. I'm the guitar player and... Uh, I sing as well, and um, I like Sweetberry Wine. <laughs> My name is Cam. I am the keyboard player. I am kind of, I guess, the most recent member of the band, because Barry and Kyle, to my right, have been playing music together for uh, quite a long time, but I have joined recently, and I love Sweetberry Wine. <laughs> oh, dang! Two, two, two to one, Barry. Sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. I've been voted. We love Sweetberry Wine. We get it. Democracy. Yeah. That's how we work. Um, yeah. What, do you have anything to say about Sweetberry yeah, Wine? Kyle, how would you describe Sweetberry Wine? Sweetberry Wine! <laughs> uh, we're a, a funk soul group that... Uh, we all play in various other groups, and we're coming together for an original project together because a lot of us, we operate as sidemen a lot for other groups. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's a great way for us to kind of show off a little bit, I guess, and also um, kind of blow off some steam together. Because I mean, we play together in quite a few other bands, and then with this group, it's nice to work on original music that's all of ours. Okay, cool. So I guess how did how did the band come together then? Um, I think it always like in the beginning came together through necessity. So people would say, "Hey, do you guys have an original project?" And even if we didn't, we'd be like, "Yeah, of course we do." <laughs> All right, boys, we gotta get this together. Um, and then doing that a bunch of times eventually just led to us actually playing in a group. Yeah, I, I remember that conversation actually, where we were like, "You know what? Maybe we should actually just make this an actual." band like, yeah because barry and i yeah like i mean you and i have played together for 
like 13 years or 12 years or something yeah. in different things. And then it was, yeah, we'd always throw something together, call in people, get everybody. And then it was like, yeah, you know what? This is working and this is yeah. fun. And there was a lot of material coming out. So it was like, was well, that why you guys together. said that you were like a collective for so long? Is it yeah. Because in the early days, it was more like you'd call up, you know, musicians to fill out the band whenever you needed an original project type deal, right? That, that's exactly. correct. Yes. Exactly. So like a lot of the time what we would do is we'd have a gig at let's say noon we'd be playing some like <laughs> festival and we'd call the people up and say okay we'll rehearse at 10 i'll have charts and then we'll see how it goes mm. and usually it went really well i can't really think of many times where it didn't go very well no you didn't, you didn't bomb very often um, the songs not are in the conventional easy. sense. We, yeah. <laughs> We're a jam band. We're just We're a jam. jam. We're like spin doctors. But, uh, hey man, I love the spin doctors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Cam. Um, yeah, you're out voted here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> taste of my own medicine. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, you're right. Because we would do like the rehearsal right before the show. And then we would, uh, yeah, and just kind of throw it together. But then it's, it started working and we, we thought about what if we actually put some effort into this. Uh, more effort, I guess. And well, then... yeah, and there's disadvantages and advantages of doing both. So the it's like cooking. So the advantage. One of my good friends, Chris Merrick. If you uh, know, if anyone out there in the podcastiverse knows Chris Merrick, he's a great dude, and he always talks about music like cooking. So, you know, when we were doing these kind of calling all these musicians up to do this gig, it's kind of like discovering a new recipe and being like, oh, onion, that'll be a good flavor in this band and garlic. But then after a little while, you go, okay, I know the recipe. I'm going to just do this same recipe every time because I know it's going to be good. You know? Yeah. Sweet berry wine. That's a good, that's a good metaphor. <laughs> Thank well, you. And then we add in the secret spice by adding another player in oh yeah exactly yeah. like maybe we're put in some green onions to add freshness <laughs> some chives perhaps chives ooh awesome so, yeah. so how I guess how long has Sweetberry Wine itself been a thing then like mm. as Sweetberry Wine as like, like the current uh, as the current yeah Oh, over a year now I think just f- about over a year yeah the first gig you played was in July right yeah of 2018 yeah that's Cam I'm talking to Cam because yes. I keep forgetting. It's not a visual. I'm pointing at him. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, 2018. That was the first gig. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So over a year now. If, yeah. It was funny because I mean, even the first gig that I played was uh, two original Sweetberry Wine tunes, and then backing up two other artists. Yeah. You know I mean, so even since like I've been in the began in the band in the beginning, it was yeah. it's that kind of format where we're like a band that backs up artists as well as has our own music. It's kind of fun, too, with that whole cooking thing. You know, you get to kind of test to see, oh, maybe I can play in this format or this genre of music. Yeah. And, you know, if it's... It's a great way to explore your own musicality, too. Mm-hmm. We're like a broth. <laughs> we got to stop with the cooking metaphor. <laughs> it's getting a little literal. Yeah, it's getting a little stale. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. I, uh, <laughs> as the only one here with kitchen experience <laughs> I, um, <laughs> just sell Kyle sorry. actually I don't think it's like a broth at all <laughs> agree to disagree um, that's why we came in a group of three instead of four today so that we can just have disagreements so there's always one person one who person feel out. like yeah. they're an outcast yeah <laughs> right now it's me um, yeah so just over a year okay. and it's been Cam has his uh, his uh, sweetberry wine license 
now, so he's an official member. License to ill. <laughs> it's a tattoo. It's a tattoo. It's our faces. Everybody else's faces. <laughs> but it has to be on Cam's face. For the people who can't see in the podcast world, Cam tattoo. has a face tattoo of my face and Kyle's face. Superimposed. Superimposed over his face, yeah. like in Mission Impossible. And like he's got a human face mask. And Carson's, face. Carson's is on his back. <laughs> it's like that Steve-O like tattoo. Voldemort it takes style, style. Yeah. Professor Quirrell. Yeah. 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 It's quite a sight. I wish all of you people could see. Yeah. And understand tattoo. why he wears a flat brim hat all the time. Because to hide the tattoo. He needs to pull it over. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So... When you are, like, playing with other musicians, is it just kind of any genres that you guys jump into, or is it usually a specific one, or...? It's like, um... We, we haven't need... done metal. No. Like, we haven't done, a, like, a metal band. Um, would we do it if we got asked, do you think? We could try. <laughs> we would try. I feel I... like that's... I don't know. I've always loved... Like, I was thinking about this to this morning, actually, uh, and, like, one of my favorite bands... Two of my favorite bands are uh, Pantera and Mastodon. And they're both, like, fairly heavy. They're not the heaviest there it is, but in terms of heavy grooves. Mm. Heavy grooves? Yeah. Can we agree? I agree. I agree. Heavy yeah. grooves? Three out of three. So I'd be down to do it. I'd say that our wheelhouse is maybe not as geared towards the metal. You'd yeah. have to go with some symphonic yeah. uh, keyboard like, We'd sounds. have to have be symphonic metal, because as a keyboard player, playing metal is always kind of tricky. Yeah. I mean, there are, like... Sounds like an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> there are bands that have big, like, synth patch metal stuff yeah. but, to, like, really beef up the sound. But, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of kind of. I don't dope. know if any I don't know if any metal band would ask us. That's, no. Well, let's metal, put it yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> metal if bands. Needs, yeah, if no. If anybody needs extra musicians, so I'd say metal is probably the only one that we don't really go towards. Yeah. But like, I think almost everything else, like roots, country, soul, blues. Mm -hmm. uh, I do like Afrobeat with uh, that guy I was talking about, Chris Merrick. Like we do like a project um, with his wife Lynn Olagundoy. Uh and that's like Afrobeat, R and B. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know? We do we can do we can try to do almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it has to be shot. like groove focused though. Because like, that's focused. stuff we really like to play. Because if like some like punk band or grindcore band asked us to play and well, like, they didn't groove, it'd be like Well, punk and that stuff still grooves, but I find you know what I think it probably is, is a lot of metal bands and a lot of punk bands um, have their fort like they have their members. Yeah. Whereas yeah. a lot of it's like, like the gigs, person. yeah, and also yeah. a lot of the gigs that we end up getting are people who are writing songs and want to hire a band to help them. Um, whereas that doesn't, I don't think, I don't know if that happens quite as much on like the local level in metal bands. Usually you have a a it's group a band. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not a solo artist, so maybe metal artist. That's probably yeah. why we don't really ever get those calls yeah. and because we're not really in those circles we don't really go out to metal shows very often mm. but I love it it's great I love metal yeah there'd probably be a, other guys that can do it way better than me so don't call me for a metal thing I'm just thinking about that as like a challenge now I'm like but maybe <laughs> I'd say like we like the soul R&B kind of thing is where we like to yeah rest our hat okay so how did you guys determine your own sound then how did that kind of come out of the ether or whatever it's a good question um i think that it's undetermined in a way 
in that we don't really have a thing that it has to sound like. So we've got um, a lot of varied influences, so whatever kind of works, works. And maybe after it's written, we can kind of be a little bit more uh, specific with which ones we want to play. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I think if well, it sounds good, it is good. Part of you what know? I really like playing in the band is because it, we really like allow the personalities of each individual player to yeah. come through. Yeah. And that's, I think, really what... Well, it's what I really like about the band, but it's really what gives it its sound is that like we there's a lot of room for each personality of the musician to like come out, which, I don't know. So we're really kind of governed initially with any of our tunes by... You know the individual personalities, and then like Barry was saying, like in afterwards, then you can be a little bit more meticulous about you know perfecting parts and that kind of stuff. But like everything usually generates from each individual member being themselves, basically. Okay. So mm -hmm. how do how do songs kind of come together then? It's all Bear Dog. Bear Dog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you typically like. Um, like, someone will bring an idea in, and then that idea will get kind of refined. We usually, like, jam it out. Yeah. yeah. Like, it sounds boring to the people at home, but, like, we'll have, like, a four-bar thing that we'll just jam for, like, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> or, and like, then we'll record it yeah. and listen yeah. back and be like, when this we tried different stuff out during that time, you know, what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. You know? Totally. Typically, like, um, so say, like, maybe I'd bring in... Uh, an A and a B section, so two different sections of a song, and we'd be like, okay, how can we find an interesting way to go between them? Or like, what about another section? So maybe let's run these two sections and then see where we naturally end up, and maybe that'll be a new section. And then it doesn't always work. Like sometimes we'll bring stuff in, and uh, one of my favorite stories about Led Zeppelin is that if they couldn't nail a recording, like so, if like say Jimmy Page brought a song in. Uh, if they didn't nail it and it was perfect by like the third playthrough, it wasn't a Led Zeppelin song. And I love that stuff. We're not quite like that. <laughs> We're not like the second Led Zeppelin, man. Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah, no, exactly. It, but it, I like that system of, you know, if you try and try and try something and it just doesn't feel authentic to what we're trying to do or if one of us doesn't really like it, then we won't try to beat it to death. There's yeah. plenty of ideas, yeah. you know? Well, we've definitely had songs like that where we've, like, tried it and it's just like, this feels, like, good. Yeah, <laughs> it feels good. Or yeah. the opposite, it'll feel like it's not quite ma making the mark and then we'll... But then sometimes we've revisited, too. Yeah. Which I like, I think that's something that's kind of cool, too, is, like, because it's also a time and place thing. Who knows what's going on in our own personal lives and whatever. And then sometimes when we come back to a song, all of a sudden it, it grooves and you're we're like, in a oh. different headspace. Yeah. yeah, and we're all growing all the time because we're all practicing, we're all playing, we're all, this is our career. So we're, we're out there, you know, trying to be the best we can be for the most part. Sometimes I like to be the worst I can be. But that's usually <laughs> Just when I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> so how do, you, how do you determine when a song is done, I guess? It's never done. <laughs> yeah, that's like the weird thing is like the majority of tunes we do, we will not stop refining them. So even the tunes that we have recorded, if you come to our live show, a lot of the time, like the the bones are there mm -hmm. and like the melody and everything is, you'll, you'll recognize it. But I think um, we all like to add things mm -hmm. and change things 
always. So every time we do a rehearsal, we'll go, oh, maybe, you know, that didn't kill last time, so let's try to add maybe some hits in here, or let's, uh, you know, uh, make, let's do two, uh, like a repetition of the chorus the third time through or something mm-hmm. like that. Just, like, based off of playing live. Because, yeah. you know, it, I don't think, like, you can, I, I think a lot of people will stop writing a song not because it's perfect but because it's never going to be perfect so you have to at some point let go and be like okay this is the song well, whereas also like i think when it's not that the songs are ever done but the details just get finer and finer totally like you're just more in tune to like the smaller and smaller parts but you can always make it better and better and yes. better or you can always keep on maybe not even that but you can always keep on working and working and working on it and I think that the art is to be able to let go. And maybe we're not doing that yet. <laughs> we're just, we we're just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of an exciting part, too, because like I have never, ever, uh, from all the shows we've done and all the whatever, I have never, ever, and I don't feel this very often playing music, but you know, if you're playing the same thing exactly how it's supposed to be every single time, it can get a little redundant after a while. But with this, it's always like, you know, and then there's times live where one of us will miss, you know, that new thing or something. And then we we take them out back and beat them with sticks. Yeah, beat their but, legs. But it beat their legs until they can't walk. But, uh, but it's like one of those things that it, it just adds a little bit more edge. So when you're playing, you're attentive. You're not getting complacent and you're not Because you don't want to get... We all got scars on our legs. That's why Carson isn't here today. Yeah. And he can't walk. <laughs> no, uh... And there'll be times, like, where we'll make a change and then everyone... Only one person will remember it. Yeah. Like, there's like, a couple times Are you where, like, up anything specific, Barry? There's, like, uh... Or, the vocal one where yeah. I got sold out? So there's a song where there's, like, a gang vocal. Like, everyone's supposed to say, yeah, he's, he, he, and he's, yeah. And everyone forgot except for Kyle. So, like, we're playing this groove and going, and Kyle like, goes, he's! <laughs> and nobody else oh, knows it. And everybody and I was like... Fine. So then I had to like keep. I just kept going. Like we sold it out so hard by accident, and it's funny because like as soon as it happened, I had this realization of oh, we just like screwed Kyle. But I was like, I'm not gonna say nothing because like we look good right yeah. now. And, and on top of that, I was I was wearing like fluorescing clothes that day, so it was like oh look at that idiot just yelling to the room. Uh, I, I should have after the song finished be like listen guys I'm sorry for Kyle he really, <laughs> he really screwed that up yeah, I would have taken it I would have taken it I that was pretty funny. for the good of the band for the good yeah of, so there's been a couple things like that it's happened to me too like we were we had it shots one time where we do this like big phrase of like ba-na-ba-ba-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na-ba-na
Yeah. <laughs> Passive aggressive looks. Full of passion. Passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the people at home, you can't see Barry's face, but it's passionate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like slightly almost weeping. Uh, yo, I really scared those suckers, and I'm like <laughs> Crying, looking at you guys. Yo, they won't cross me again. I I showed them. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember how we got onto that, but uh, (laughs) refining. 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 And the songs never being done. Yeah, so I think, I'm trying to think, there's probably some tunes that have stayed somewhat similar. Like, um, we have a song called Devil that hasn't changed too many times. I think mm-hmm. the only thing that's changed is um, I did a solo in it originally, and then Cam now does the solo in it. Well, we worked on the synth tone a bit, too. That's true. Because, uh, yeah, I was trying to find my spookiest synth tone. Well, and then we all we all like improvising, so I think sometimes, like, yeah, somebody will throw something in just to... Maybe I'm the only one who doesn't. <laughs> no, oh, it's, but like it's we we'll have a chat after. <laughs> yeah. is, that the, is that the read bag? <laughs> well, it's, it's great playing with like musicians that really listen so intently too, because like a lot of the things we add in, like um, a lot of the time, like the audience wouldn't know. But you know, we're all so in tune with each other that we kind of kind of keep it fresh by you know maybe yeah. changing up voicings or adding a new line or a new fill and all that stuff. It's kind of fun to. I think that's one of the fun things about Sweetberry Wine is it's kind of like a gonzo, like over-the-top fun thing where everyone can feel free to improvise or like you don't necessarily need to fit the role of like playing exactly the parts. Because I think like playing exactly the parts is great Mm -hmm. for a lot of genres. Like if I'm playing um, James Brown stuff, I would not think... Sacred. Of doing anything besides what the original guitar mm-hmm. part was in a James Brown song, because at that point it's like when you know in all the movies when it does like the CGI zoom in shot of a clock and all the gears are going yeah, yeah like that. It's like that. Yeah. Everything needs it to fits. line up yeah. perfectly. Um, but in this group, that's what that's what the fun of it is. Is a lot of its improvisation and. Yeah. Stretching the cogs. Stretching those cogs. <laughs> yeah, like Salvador Dali. <laughs> yeah, they melting everywhere, baby. <laughs> melting cogs. Ocelots. <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> you look over, I've grown a Salvador Dali mustache. You so. should do that for a show. I sometimes touch up the details of my grooves with this mustache. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough mustache jokes, Cam. Uh, <laughs> You promised you wouldn't throw me under the bus. I think that's really cool, though, because, you know, when you're going to see musicians live, you almost expect it to be different from just the recording, you know? Totally. Because, like, if, you know, I've said it many times, but if you want to just hear them play the music, then why not just listen at the home? Record. Yeah. Where you're comfortable. It'll, it'll be like... better sound anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will know their parts. No one will leave anyone hanging. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, that's a really valuable part of live shows. And then also, like, man, live shows are so awesome. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is the community. Mm-hmm. Like, if you... There's... There's a lot in Calgary, a lot of great communities that are just, like, so tight-knit 
and you go to a show and you can go to Broken City any night and you'll be like, okay, I know that I'll know at least a couple buds there. Um, but then also, I think one thing that we're trying to do with live shows is just have fun and like have a big party and have everyone participate with us. Um, I like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the best parts about our live shows with Sweetberry Wine is that we're trying to make sure that it's a fun thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, we're not taking ourselves super seriously mm -hmm. and you're allowed to have fun. Yeah. The war on fun is over. It's over. <laughs> We've signed the treaty. <laughs> and it, that's true because it it's a genuine, and that's the thing that when you come see the show, it's, it is all of us being completely ourselves because I think sometimes, and not in a negative way, but like when we're supporting another artist, there are certain things we have to be aware of, like, you know, and, and that yeah. being said, we're pretty lucky because the artists that we yeah. work with are pretty, um, first of all, super balling yeah, and they're ballin'. all very talented. Uh, and they're also pretty cool about working with goofy, goofy, people. Yeah. goofy dudes. we're hard to yeah, it's hard deal to with sometimes. It's hard to temper. <laughs> it's hard to temper the personalities. Yeah. yeah. But, um, not in a bad way, but just, you can get a vibe of the goof. The mm -hmm. goofy kind of aloofness. The uh, yeah, the goof. We are but honest folk. Yeah, but um, yeah, totally. I think, and it's like a different hat to yeah. like with Sweetberry Wine. It's kind of like let's see how far we can kind of like <laughs> go it. with these weird songs and all this stuff. And then when you're playing a supporting role, it's a little different. It's like video games, you know. Everyone has a different strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'll be a paladin. I'm going to heal everyone. I'm playing a supportive mm. role. You know? Or maybe a medic. A paladin would heal, but then also go in, play a little bit of both. I'm a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> he brings the dead. Bunda like a bunda. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. true, though, because we are very fortunate with all the artists we work with. And we only work with artists who we can hang with and who do allow us to, you know, not... Like it's hard to be restricted in certain circumstances. I mean, we're but we're also, you know, we are aware and respectful of the artist's reputation and and all that. So I mean, I can't be, you know, projectile vomiting on stage at a, as as a supportive role. Let's be very wide. That's all yeah. he does. Yeah, it's all blood and <laughs> blood and vomit. It's, it's like a time. scene from The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, that's where I get it all out. Anyway, come to the show. Yeah, come to the show. Come to the show. <laughs> Don't stay in the front. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a sea like world. Or guar, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the funk yeah. guar. Yeah, we're like the funk guar. That sounds tight. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Maybe we should add that in. I feel like Parliament was the funk guar. Yeah. Like with the outfits and everything. Mm. Yeah. We can't compare ourselves to Parliament. Have you seen any live footage of Parliament or Funkadelic? Oh. Anybody out there? <laughs> the check diaper it out. man. Yeah, there's like the dudes just like like shred was he the guitar, guitar player? Yeah. Like shredding guitar. But he's just but wearing a diaper. Wearing exclusively a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> An oversized diaper. <laughs> Which I think it has like a giant uh, bobby or like safety pin in it too. Yeah. Like yeah, it's an it outfit. Does. Like it's that's his, outfit. that's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. I like that made. era. It's like uh, Ohio players too where they'd all have, or even uh, the Isley Brothers. Like when they had that weird era of like, I'm a Virgo and I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. They're all like dressed as like the, yeah, as their signs. Their zodiac you know, signs. funk has always kind of been like, it's always been that that kind of it's extra. It's just really good music, but yeah, real extra, yeah. real extra. I love that. That's, I like the extra. At yeah. the end of the day, that's kind of what it's all about. Like I love that you can go over the top 
and, and just embrace it. And then, but at the same time, you, the music that you're playing, you're real serious about it. Yeah. But yeah. it's just not set like you're not self serious if that makes sense. You're serious about the music, but it doesn't need to be serious music. It yeah. can be, but We're it doesn't need to be. Crossing our arms and making the pouty faces. Oh, I am. <laughs> and Cam actually is right now. Yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> I can't see under your two face tattoos, but <laughs> that's why I got them. They conceal my emotions. <laughs> you're not an island, Cam. You're, you're not, not an island. An island. <laughs> Reveal your emotions. <laughs> So is there anything that you guys do to try and, like, stand out with your live show? Um, yeah. Uh, I think in terms of just having an exciting show and trying to get people excited, I think is kind of one of the things that I personally try to do. I think everyone does. But in my mind, a lot of the time... Um, for me, when I see a live show, what I am really wanting to see as much as music is a personality. is like somebody who looks larger than life. And you're like, yo, like, who's that guy? Because that guy looks super cool. Or that chick is like out of control, but... That in a cool way. A yeah, exactly. That guy's wearing a diaper. That's crazy. That guy's vomiting on the front row. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's that's true. Because I think, yeah, like a big part of the show is the audience interaction between Barry and the audience, and and then I, I mean, Cam and I also have mics. It's just, uh, yeah, bridging that gap. It's not like we're up there and we're divided from the audience. We're trying to get the audience riled up as much as possible. That's what mm -hmm. that's what's really great about a live show. And that's actually why I really like... Um, one of my favorite kind of setups to play is when we're on the floor mm -hmm. with an audience. Because then you're eye level and you can look everyone in the eye. I love doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Direct of, eye contact. Because yeah. a lot of musicians <laughs> kind of have this like... Uh, this view with their art where it's like they get on stage and they're like I am presenting you my art and you can take it or leave it Whereas, which is which, which can is, be very cool can too be very cool it's amazing that's really, like you know you're a force thing. of nature and you're a yeah. personality but yeah. I feel like a, a huge aspect of our show is that we really like to foster that connection with the audience and like break down like the supposed fourth wall the barrier between uh, the audience we're making music together yes. yeah sing holler yeah and it's like we really uh, like the performance really like a lot of what the audience participation what the audience does is really like it affects the performance and it's really like involved in what the performance is so totally symbiotic yeah. relationship people's exactly. faces are like the the kind of the way that you can make decisions when you're improvising yeah maybe it's not the healthiest like it's great to be able i think that a big part of making art is not caring what people think but then at the same time i love looking at people's faces and i'm like okay that one person over there doesn't look interesting. Or, <laughs> they, don't, they don't look interesting. Ouch. Yeah. Quite bland. <laughs> hey, you, get it. out. <laughs> no, they don't look interested. But wait, so that's what? Cam's brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look interested in the show. He's very interesting. Uh, but, uh, no. <laughs> Just calling out family. What's going on now? I've uh, got a thing against Cam today. <laughs> anyway. Like yeah, no, I think it really dictates a lot. Like, seeing if people are interested. Um, and if they're not, why? Is it because maybe this isn't the right venue for us? Is it something that we're not doing? Um, whether we'll change it or not, that's cool. <laughs> but just being aware, like, I, I, am, I think a very 
aware of people's emotions person to a fault sometimes. Like, I'll be over oversensitive to people all, all the time. And I think that also translate to being translates to being on stage where I'm like, oh, okay, how's everyone feeling right now? A lot of the time I'll just yell at people and sure. ask, how are you feeling? Yeah. Or like, can everybody scream in the mic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, like, I'll be yelling into the mic, which sound guys love. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's one thing that sets our stage show apart is just like, you are going to come and you're going to have fun. It's a fun show. You're, you're not going to, no one's going to look at you for talking at this show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's a party. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. And we're all we're all very critical think thinking people too. So it's and uh, that we're very critical of each other. Uh, we're very critical. <laughs> we are honest yet critical folk. But um, we but then when we uh, finish, like you know, when we play a show, and that we are always aware of that, and 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 I mean, we always have discussions and very honest, brutally honest, frank discussions. I've cried many us. times. Yeah, me too. Cam doesn't have tear ducts. <laughs> Um, but uh, he can't cry. He can't cry. Um, he just cries blood. Um, but uh, we, but we talk about what works, what doesn't work, and how we can improve on that because that is important, especially. You know, and we do want everybody in the audience to feel comfortable and have fun. We don't want to ever alienate anybody or, you know, it's um, except for Cam. That's what I'm doing today. On yeah, what's well, going on? I just have to say I love Cam I'll make a statement, a proclamation. Anybody at home who can't see. He's shaking his head and kind of symboling no yeah. while he's saying all this. And there's blood tears coming. It's like coming you don't want to poke eyes. the bear because, like, as soon as you maybe take a little bit of a jab at Kyle, he pounces on you. <laughs> he yeah. strikes. Yeah, he's very. I, I, I don't think that says anything about having baggage. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I pounce like a cougar, but that might get Cam excited. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's it. That's exactly yeah, like... that's the technique. Uh, that's pretty funny. Cam loves cats. He's trying to climb in my... Uh... What do you have in here? Jacket there? I don't think I have anything. Uh, he does that sometimes. You can just... And now he's lost. Uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. He's, uh... That's Chester. Uh, if you're a listener, a uh, regular listener of the show, you're familiar with Chester. Hey, Chester. Come he here, bud. things up. But... So I used to not like cats, uh, mostly because I was very allergic. And then I got a cat, <laughs> and Seems I was like, like, "The next logical." I was like, "This is so dope!" So I got another cat, um, and now I love cats. Oh, Chester, you are such a <laughs> cats are the best. Cats my watch dope. has a cat on it. Tight. That's a tight watch. It's <laughs> my cat. I miss her very much. <laughs> Um, my girlfriend was actually the same way. Yeah. Uh, she's allergic to cats. Yeah. And the cat that is right there. Yeah. That is her cat. So. Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like you can get over the allergy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because, like, this, like, a tabby cat would have just, like, destroyed me a little while ago. Yeah. But now I'm great. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> we also like Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> Clap hands. <laughs> Hey. So, how do you how do you get the audience to kind of care about what you guys are doing musically? I know that's kind of the big uh, I don't know the big question. The big question, but what do you guys do? I guess to try and make that happen. I think um, authenticity mm-hmm. goes a very long way. And there's of course there's like more business oriented answers. 
um, that that we could say. We just went to uh, CMW and Breakout West. Breakout, Breakout West. Oh, <laughs> CMW's in Toronto. Dear dear Lord, <laughs> we didn't go to CMW. No. We went to Breakout West with uh, one of the artists that we play with, who's actually amazing. Um, anybody who's listening should check her out. Uh, Emily Patterson. Woo! Um, she's like. The a queen female. of Banff. Yeah, totally. Uh, she's just Laurie. amazing. Yeah. But um, we went, and there was a lot of good seminars about how to do that very thing. But um, I think in terms of, like, what's the point if you're not being authentic to yourself? Right. You know? It's the same thing with, um, like, a lot of the aspects of it. It's like, why are you playing music if you're not going to be authentic to yourself? I get, like, to make money. <laughs> then why are you playing music? Yeah. Why are you doing that for a living? You know, so it's like um, it's it's a it's a tough question. What do you guys think? I yeah, I think so. And the effort we put into the shows. Yes. Anytime we play a show, we put um, extreme like we work on it for a long time. We we talk about it as a group, and then we discuss with the venue, and that's a huge thing for us is working with the venue so that we throw the best show we, we possibly can, and it and it's great for the venue. It's great for us. And, and that alone, I think the, the kind of pre-work we put into every show um, is evident whenever we, we put on something. Because then it just shows how much care. Like that just, it always, anytime you put so much effort into something, even if people don't know all the steps you took, I think it just shows. Yeah. And, it, and then like, we care because it's like, we've never played a gig and been like, oh, what are we doing here? Like it's always, we're there and we know what we have to do. Even if Carson is late for sound check, <laughs> I and I'm with him. <laughs> it's like called out. Yeah, it's like, but for the most part, other than that, we <laughs> we put in all effort to be, you know, to be professional, but also to be that band that you can go see. And even if you don't know what the chord progression is, or or you don't know the full story behind how we put the show together, you're gonna go, wow, this was well put together. This isn't just some ragtag kind mm -hmm. of thing, you know, I don't think. Anyway. Unless that was your authentic self. Yeah. If you were a ragtag kind of thing, then be a ragtag kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just all just about, yeah. yeah, it's not us. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think that the, uh, like, the audience always appreciates when they know that you care. Like, they can tell. And they, they appreciate that. It's like, you're putting on a show for them and they can tell that you put a lot of work into doing it and then... Yeah, they appreciate that. So I think that's kind of the best way to make an audience care is to show that you care about them by putting on the best show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense because like a lot of people, you know, maybe it's their one night out a week or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. One, one night out a month. And exactly. They've chosen to cho spend that night with you guys and yeah. pay money or whatever. Shows can be expensive too. Yeah. Like not, I'm not talking like hundreds of dollars. I guess it could be if you're like drinking a lot, but like. It it's not a um, small thing to have people come out to a show, yeah. and I think that's maybe where a lot of the appreciation for people who go out to shows comes from. For us, is like we understand that it's not a small thing. Like, yeah. thank you so much for mm -hmm. buying a ticket and maybe buying some drinks and like and being present. Yeah, that's you so been important. Else. Yeah, yeah, you could have been anywhere else. You could have been in Siberia. Yeah, Himalayas. Yeah, Himalayas. Well, and, and it pays, and 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 honestly, some of it pays our bills. Yeah. <laughs> so we're very appreciative. Yeah. And it's and it's yeah. I don't know. There's a, there is a definite. It's um, we're always so appreciative of the audience because mm. people, 
like when we've done sold out shows and stuff like that, it's one of the most exciting things in the world. And it's not just because we get to play, it's because we're surrounded by all these people who came out and yeah, like this could be the one time they go out and, and they, they brought people who don't even know us or something like that. And that to me is like, like that's very, special. Yeah, it's very therapeutic special. on our end, I think, because a lot of, so like a lot of the songs are about, in terms of lyrical content are about love and life and loss and all the ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And then you're basically like throwing out all those concepts from your point of view to a hundred people in a room and they're listening. So it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting to kind of put forward my ideas in the world uh, and people have paid to see it and are wanting to hear that perspective and that melody that goes with it or whatever you know so it's it in our i think appreciation of people and kind of making sure that you're not taking it for granted is also very important when it comes to having an audience or having a fan base make sure that you're not holier than thou you're not too good for your fans because i know we aren't (laughs) we are simple folk yeah we're simple folk you know but uh yeah it's also pretty easy when a lot of the people that are going to music are also musicians who are playing their own shows and everything you know and i know for myself like mostly because i work a lot of nights i wish i could go out more i'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make a habit of going out more you know it's a it's a hard thing to do so when people make it out to ours i'm very appreciative Mm -hmm. it's something that i've also kind of been trying to be more aware of especially having this podcast and like you know, basically telling people, hey, get out to local shows. And then I'm like, but I'm not going to that many either. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so, hard. It's yeah. hard. It is very hard. So, um, and there are, there was a time when I think I was going to shows at least, at least like two a week. Uh, and it was, it's awesome because you get mm. so tight knit. But then uh, the thing that's tough is, you know, if you have a girlfriend at home who, or you know, maybe she wants to go out. I guess that's not a very good <laughs> Sorry, Andra. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, no, like, there's just, things Life at is home. busy. Yeah, yeah life yeah, is like, busy. Yeah. And it's our job, too. I yeah. think that's part of it yeah. sometimes. Sometimes, it, yeah, sometimes it can be, like, you play such and such nights a week, and then you have, like, your one night off, and it's like you're out every other I just want to play the Outer Worlds, you yeah. know? I just want to yeah. take an Epsom salt bath. Yeah, <laughs> or watch, like, the new season of Stranger Things or something, you know? We all just revealed what we do in our spare time. Yeah. <laughs> or I got to go practice. Epsom salt baths, yeah. and outer worlds, and stranger things. All, together. all at once. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing like the Xbox is precariously above the tub. Kyle, no! <laughs> this is the end for me. <laughs> what a way to go. Gotta live on the edge. <laughs> you rage quit and like throw the controller and it knocks the Xbox in. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Yeah. Being well, filled Cam's with unadulterated rage. So at least I've got a sub. Yeah. <laughs> Cam's a kind of all-around Yeah, he's coming musician. up for my job. He <laughs> plays bass, he plays I, guitar. I thought we were, like, we were throwing me under the bus, and then you had the one jab at Carson. I'm like, ah, we're switching gears to Carson. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're right, we're right back. <laughs> hey, that wasn't a jab. I think you're doing very well on your bass. He actually is killing it on bass. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't take a compliment. We've yet. actually been doing rehearsals <laughs> without Kyle well. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the other thing. We all So we were all taught by the same person at some point, so it's like... 
we all have the same uh, mannerisms. Ma- yeah, the same. <laughs> That's why the jokes are flowing. Yeah, <laughs> like sweet berry wine. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's like, that's a good thing because, you know, in a band, you want to have like some sort of, co- you want to ha- enjoy hanging out with the people who are in your band, right? Or else, oh. again, it's kind of like, what's the point? Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. And it's um, like, you hear about bands that hate each other all the time. And it's like, I guess, like, was it the Eagles? The Eagles, oh man. Yeah. So brutal. it's like, I guess if I was in the Eagles, like, I, I could probably tolerate it. Yeah. But like, it's all about but money. why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're kind of creating art. Um, and you're doing it in a collaborative way. You want to do it with people that you think understand and you feel comfortable doing it with. I feel like I don't know if I've been in like a band where I didn't like the people because I don't know if there'd be a point in yeah, doing it's it. Like, why would you want to be in a band? Totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and in our band, we're all very different. We're four very different people, but it's kind of like what Barry said earlier. We all have our role. Mm-hmm. You know, Barry's the great paladin. I'm the necromancer. <laughs> Cam's the android, and Carson. Well, it's Carson. He's a wild card. He's a wild. He's yeah. He's, he's the, the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. The bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but we all. So we're all very different people. But as a whole, we make a. You know, we're Megazord. You know, we're all yes. the pieces together. There's so many different <laughs> pop culture references. Yeah, you're mixing your metaphors there. <laughs> Shit! Um, but uh, it's it's just one of those things that it's like, yeah, we're all very different people. But then when we get together, like we, we played the other night um, and we had dinner before and we went to local and we had a uh, shout out to local. <laughs> Maybe I can get a discount next time. <laughs> Thanks for the kombucha. Um, but uh, we went there and the four of us had dinner and it was... Like, we were riffing, like we are in this podcast, for an hour. Not all at Cam's expense. He was, <laughs> he was actually, he was fairly rude at dinner. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but the four of us sitting together and laughing, and then, you know, and we're not talking about, I don't think we even really talked about the show. We just talked, we just talked. We're, si- we're four friends sitting together, and, and then I think that really translates into our music. I think, but that's an important aspect and dynamic of the band, is we were four people who are very different but we all share the common goal of you know music and and our it's our livelihood and that's what we want to do with our future there's no kind of like yeah maybe maybe i won't do this we're all like yeah we're doing it no matter what yeah <laughs> even if i end up an epsom salt an, an bath epsom, <laughs> <with> an epsom. <laughs> <laughs> accidental electrocution epsom xbox epsom salt who knew epsom salts were could conduct electricity even more yeah. you flew too close to the sun <laughs> it was I a the wrist. <laughs> yeah. my wings have melted <laughs> we just went through so many different references there we just like <laughs> uh, we don't get it. along at all <laughs> <you know? laughs> no Everyone turned off. It was, it was quite intimidating when I first joined the band, I'll have to say. Yeah, that's Just right. You were saying out, that. I was like, who are these people? <laughs> they go through so many references so fast. I'll never keep up. And now you're one of us, Cam. You joined the cult. Yeah. You'd be like, hey guys, it's nice to meet you. And we're like, that's like that episode of Darman Greg. Willie Grace, am I right? <laughs> punch him right in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think that, that was a, uh, actually that's a funny, that's a bit of a funny story though because when camp so we've been we've been using different players and calling different players just depending on availability and um, 
you found Cam, right? We Barry? we played we that found show each with K Riz. Or no, it was one big jam, and then the first gig we actually did was with K Riz at Groove Theory. It was so crazy, yeah. Cause and we didn't have a rehearsal or anything because we were also busy. Yeah. Well, I remember playing guitar at uh, one big jam, and I looked to my right and I saw two shiny glinting eyes dazzling dazzling i just remember going oh man those eyes like whose eyes are the <gasps> who's that guy and then i kind of like finished the gig it left my mind and then <laughs> we played uh for this actually another really talented uh artist named k riz from edmonton and uh yeah cam played and i remember being like <gasps> Those are Those the eyes, eyes that I saw, the dazzling eyes. Memories. So, to this day, <laughs> sing for me! But, uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Cats and Phantom and, of the Opera. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Um, but, uh, so then we, I guess, kind of played together and yeah. thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, we, how did that start? Well, it was, I remember being like, Cause I had just moved, like I'm, like I just moved back to Calgary. Cause I was living in Ottawa, going to school, and I moved back to Calgary, and I did these one big jam, and they did the show with K Riz, and I was like, wow, this Barry guitar player, he's like the man. He's gotta, always looking at I me. Gotta, in the eye. I gotta start playing with this guy, cause like he's going places, and then, uh, nice. and then we couldn't, uh, we couldn't like jam though, because Barry, um, like I worked during the day, and then Barry taught in the evenings, so we were yeah. never free at the same time. So it literally it took months before. We yeah. finally were like, because I think we did the K Riz thing in like November ish, and then we didn't actually jam together till like January or February. No. Yeah, and then, um, so then that was like the four of us were the band was together, the four of us that we are now, Sweetberry Wine, and then the first gig was in July ish. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's crazy. And as soon as we had you come in and play, we were kind of like, okay, we don't need to call anyone else in. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's got so much gear, too. He showed up with, like, $30,000 worth of gear, and we were like, well, you know, he's playing. <laughs> playing's okay, but, I mean, he's got all this stuff. No, but it was just... The, I, I hear to say, though, that I was so impressed with how much shit he brought the first time, because I was like, damn, this guy can carry some... And his equipment is heavy as... Like, I don't... I don't want, I don't want to stop myself from swearing. I'm just going to shit. Heavy as shit. Uh, but it was like I... Uh, yeah, I was just impressed with the effort he put in to come to rehearsal. And yeah, that, yeah. that, for me, was something I I definitely, and, and Barry as well, we both picked up on right away. We're like, oh, he wants to come here. I think that you're speaking for me. I don't think at any point I was like, that guy's got a lot of gear, therefore a lot of moxie. Like, that's <laughs> he actually said that to me later that day. I, I, in, in fact, it's the opposite. I've always been quite worried about Cam because... He'll come in carrying like, uh, like, you're like Cam, uh, your back's gonna be so compressed. Yeah, because he'll come in with like four hundred pounds, like on his back and his shoulders. And we his... call him the Sherpa. Yeah, exactly. Like guide <laughs> me up so, the somewhere. Android Sherpa. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always so worried about his back, man. Like yeah, I do a lot of yoga. A lot of stuff. Do you do a lot of yoga? I do actually. Really? Ooh. What's your favorite position? Oh, uh, dude, like to hang yourself. That's not. <laughs> that's that's called something that's else. For those of you at home, yeah, I'm miming, a... folding myself in half. He's so, taking his. That's called the David Carradine uh, position. I do a lot of yoga. Not that we, kind of yoga. How do we make it like? How far in are we? We're like half an hour in here. You brought up David Carradine. He was my favorite part of Kill Bill. <laughs> Actually, yo, he was dope in that. 
I never watched Kung Fu though. Did you ever watch Kung Fu? Like Kung Fu movies? No, no, no Kung, the Fu, show, the Kung Fu, the show. That was like, because yeah. I think that was his like. His big. Yeah, that's why he's like. The Kung <laughs> but Fu now we're talking about. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, when, when Cam came in, I just remember the shift. That's when we, and I think that's when we started actually going full original and full full thing. So I guess when he started coming in and feeling like, wow, who are these crazy people? Because we are intense. Maybe I'm just talking for myself now. They're all three of them are intense. They're yeah, intense. and he and he actually just meant we were out. We were out a couple uh, like a month ago, and Cam was saying he's like, oh man, when I first joined, I wasn't sure if like you guys are pretty intense, and I was like, oh well, I guess we don't censor ourselves in in that space because it's really. Yeah, it's it's a very raw, raw space, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just well, comes into the room and Kyle's shaking me. Remember when the first starts? <laughs> it's one hundred percent all in good fun, but I'd never been in an environment that was just that many jabs and jeers. <laughs> right, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah. Well, he fit perfectly, and we're glad to have him. If he'll still have us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like my friend group is the exact same, and I've been told that we're a little intimidating to be around because we just shit on each other. Yeah, I feel like but it's like, like a valuable thing yeah, in a yeah. friend Well, group, you have you know? to kind of be able to, like, do that. Yeah. Because, like, how well do you really know somebody if you can't? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, like my two kitties. My two kitties are you always testing each other. Oh, yeah. Like... They'll be kind of fighting, and I'm like, oh, do I need to split this up? But no, they're just seeing where's the limit. What are you sensitive about? You know, I ha- I wear an orange toque a lot, and that's that's my hard no. Don't make fun of that toque. I didn't Everything know. else is cool. <laughs> I'm not looking at anyone in particular in this room. <laughs> but it's looking right at Cam. No, no, but it's kind of like... I don't know, it's it's kind of one of those things that, you know when you go home at night and you think about your day and sometimes you're like, oh, like, did, did I go too far? It's one of those things. Yeah. But then I'm always like, yeah, but I got just as many thrown at me and everyone was happy. Like, I'm not yeah. sad about it. I knew it ever goes too far, we all, yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You yeah. Can t- yeah, there's been times where I think we've all, especially Cam, has overstepped the boundaries. <laughs> and But then but then because we, even though we jab and jeer, we all care about each other very much. Yeah. And that's what, that's I think at the end of the day, because I mean, besides being bandmates, we're also very, very close friends. And when if one of us goes... You know, I was just saying down a dark path. That's not what I meant. If something happens to one of us in our personal life and that person is going through a really rough patch or anything like that, the rest of the band comes around and, and supports that person. So I think that's, it's kind of nice because it's like, yeah, we can be poke, 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 and like all that all the time going at each other. But then at the end of the day, it's like we all love each other. And then again, translates to the music and the live show. It's just We've a big old, full circle. big old hug fest. Full yeah. circle, yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on like the circles you're into. Like, I feel like I've always been in a circle of friends that, oh, yeah, that's just part of the being the camaraderie. good buds. The yeah. camaraderie. It's like what you're saying about your friend group. It's like everyone jabs at each other, you know? Yeah. It's the way she goes. <laughs> she goes. And if you go home and you cry... That's what happens. Yeah. That's the way she goes. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> my heart is as cold as ice now. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. I can take anything, and I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel anything anymore. It's great. Yeah. I mean, your, your friends are just preparing you for life. Exactly. Like, they've already said all the bad things about you, so everything exactly. anybody else says, it's like, you're like, yeah. yeah. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, like the pirates when they're like, I can't have a drink. It just flows through me. It's a bash. That's kind of like, you know, everything in my life now. <laughs> when the moon strikes. You keep an apple in your jacket just in case your humanity comes back. Yeah. I had a pet monkey and now he's a skeleton monkey. Uh. Big Jeffrey Rush fan. Um. Shout out to Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> Yo, shouts out Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Big influence on my bass punk. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have any like any plans to record in the future here? Or? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, we're I think we're just kind of lining that up. We had to take well, we didn't have to take, but we took a little bit of a, a little bit of a break um, past month. We were all just really busy doing other things and 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 whatnot. Um, and then now, I think anyway, we're all. Our drummer had a, a child too. Yeah, he had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out, Young Levon. Young Levon. Young Vaughn. Young Vaughn. Yeah. Young Vaughn. One day he'll be his dad's sub. That's a chant at a lot of our shows. Yeah. Young Vaughn. Young Vaughn. Young Vaughn. Um, but uh, yeah, we're planning on recording. Uh, I don't know. Like we, this is the thing: is like recording is such a sacred thing. Mm. Like, or it can be. I love recording, and I think but where then you it's record, written in stone. then it's written in stone. Yeah. yeah. But depending on where you record, it'll always come out different, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, I think, like, we just have to nail down exactly where we want to record. The place that we've recorded previously uh, is OCL Studios, and that place is just, like, amazing. It is such a good creative space, and uh, we did it not live off the floor, but basically live off the floor with overdubs, um, and that space translates really well to that um and other things but that's kind of how we fit into that studio but then when we record with an artist like when we recorded with emily patterson uh we'll record um we'll set up a studio in a bedroom and then everything is overdubbed so it's not live off the floor at all and then you meticulously pick each kind of aspect um and each one of those processes is amazing in its own kind of thing and i think mm -hmm. we are just trying to make sure that we go into the studio knowing which one of those processes we want you know yeah it's very important because the thing about recording is there's no rules and there's no textbook really to say like the best way for how you <laughs> should record your song you know what i mean so you okay there barry uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm cool um yeah, but, no, uh, yeah there's no like set way as to how like nobody can tell you how you're supposed to record and it's gonna be like the best way right out of the gate so like we're still like we definitely have a lot of plans to record but you know we have to really kind of you know make some decisions about the best way to go about it who to use and all this stuff we've been really fortunate with recording like so at ocl we had russ broom mm -hmm. um doing a lot of like the production side and he's do you know russ uh of russ broom Russ Broom is like a certified genius. 
Yeah, he's like, he's like, he has a sort of like certification yeah, on his wall. Genius. Yeah. No, he's just amazing, and he's a, he's a guitar player, uh, like a a really really good one. He's Jan Arden's guitar player. Yeah, shout and out to Jan Arden. shout out to Jan Arden. <laughs> but he also like works with so many artists and has like uh, also does the production side, and he has a really great great mind for that. Um, so we've been so fortunate with our recording so far that, again, we want to make sure that it's perfect. That's, like, mm -hmm. the yeah. thing. But that's also, like, the flaw. Like, it, <laughs> I'm such a fence-sitter. That's also the flaw is, like, it's like what we were talking about with song structures. The only time that you're finished a song is when you decide that you want to let go. Mm -hmm. It's the same with recording. I think it's, like, we could mull it over forever. I think our plan is probably in the next month or two get back into the studio. Yeah. I'm making that our plan right now. Okay. <laughs> it's on a podcast, so it means it has to happen. It's You're actually like it's our... set in stone. That's kind of like how a lot of like deadlines are made, is we'll be like, okay, announce it. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta over the it radio. Out. Yeah, yeah. We'd, be, we'd be like on CJSW, and we'd be like, we make some like statement that we're going to do something, and then it's <laughs> and like, like oh, well, I guess we got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> or else they got that face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, uh, we like to keep our word. Like we released the tracks in May and in June, uh, Honey Bear and Cookie Monster, and uh, but they were recorded quite a ways before. We just, you know, we were trying to figure out what we were doing and to effectively release it. So it's kind of like it's been a while since we've been in the studio with Superberry Wine, and and Cam wasn't there the last time, and so and he brings tons of stuff to the table. So it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's a really exciting experience to get back into that. I'm. Pumped. I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> Yo, calm down, man. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> just had some fight milk. <laughs> He's oh, been man. drinking chocolate oat milk all day. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving me the shits. <laughs> Strong like a raven. Strong like a raven. He has an IV, people at home. Yeah. He has an IV going directly into his arm yeah. of fight milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the other arm is chocolate oat milk. Yeah. yeah. And he says he doesn't even like it. He just... Yeah, I, don't, I don't like to taste it, so I just take it I intravenously. Do. But he said he'll do anything once. Yeah. <laughs> so Every, almost everything once. <laughs> now everyone's all caught up. <laughs> what's going on in the studio. To be fair, like, I do the same thing to myself. I'll, like... Intravenously? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you fight milk in the veins, am I right? <laughs> Sorry. I had to pop in with that question. <laughs> but I make uh, grand statements to the public, being like, this is what I'm doing, and then I'm like, I guess I actually have to do that Yeah. Now. Yeah. Because or else I won't. So yeah, I it's exactly. a good way of doing <laughs> it, you know? Hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I said it. It's yeah, shit in a yeah. public forum. Because we'll <laughs> mull over things, and, and that's the thing. We'll get stuck in that ocean of, you know, well, we can do this better. If we take more time, if we do this, we do that. And, but then once we get into the studio and start going, it's like, oh, yeah, we could have probably done this six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's the art of letting go. Yeah, that is a book. Is it? Mm -hmm. oh. I think it is. What's it, what's it talking about letting go of? It's uh, like, like uh, lost ones or in relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like with your family. Oh, just being alone. Uh. <laughs> You're not an island. Uh, asking for a friend is that available at Indigo or Drafters? I've got the audio book. <laughs> you mind lending it to me uh, <laughs> for a friend? For a friend. Uh, um, Somebody I know. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. 
<laughs> well, I feel like we could continue this conversation on for Let's another do hour. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing it. I'm just Unfortunately, I have to go back to work. Ooh. So, um, is there any just kind of final things that you guys would like to throw out there? What do you do for work? <laughs> I work as a warehouse manager at Dope. a company called CB Medical. Oh, nice. Ooh. There you go. Shout Dope. out to CB Medical. Yo, shout out. Shout out to us. We got IVs. We got adult diapers. We're... Yo, Whoa. let's start a funk band. No, I think, uh, I think we don't really... Yeah. What are you uh, talking about, Barry? We have a show coming up. Oh. Well, well when does this come out, though? Uh, it'll probably be the... First week of December. Oh, oh. It's after the show. We well, have a show on November 28th. <laughs> if you have a time machine. For all you time travelers out there. Yeah. Um, we know you're out there. Do we have a show after December? Uh, we're playing a couple gigs, but not a Sweetberry Wine, possibly. Yeah, we might be back. We're backing up some artists. but. Um, yeah, anyone who's listening who wants to check out new artists, uh, Emily Patterson, definitely give her. Yeah, uh, listen, Kate Stevens. Um, a band that I'm a big fan of is Freak Motif. Cam played bass with them for a little while. They're kind of like a, what would you say, like an Afrobeat band? Yeah, they like do like some extended grooves, Afrobeat type stuff. They're a yeah. huge band. It's like 10-piece. Yeah. Or four, four horns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shouts out to them. <laughs> I, who, I never say shouts out, yeah, but no, I'm going to do it for this like, now. No, do you have any bands for people to check out? You, like, I mean, definitely echoing all the stuff you just said, but I'm just trying to think of other bands to check out. Kyle, do you have anything while Cam's thinking? I will say a couple words, yes. I think uh, there's some, there's a lot of emerging artists coming out, too. Um, and I'm, I'm loving the new generation. There's young Marcus Trummer, who's, yeah. uh, who's coming up, and great guitar player. Blues guitar player? Um, yeah, nice blues guitar player. There's uh, Sid Hall, who's kind of coming up. She's she's uh, did a recording with Cam and I. And, uh, yeah, that'll be released as soon as Cam gets it mastered. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay? Um, but I think, yeah, and Trady Bradshaw, who's just coming off of having a baby herself, who I, I play with her. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for her to get back to live, live land, because she's a blast. We're using our closing remarks to talk about how awesome everybody else is. Yeah. <laughs> because we have a really great group of musicians and calgary is a very cool cool scene that i think is very unique we're in this weird bubble of being small enough to have really good community um and a good presence Mm -hmm. so when people say you know obviously every place has its problems for music but i think calgary has something special going big time and I, and I guess a big shout out to Cam Bowie for putting up with me this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, shouts out to Cam Bowie. Cam Bowie gets Cam it. Dizzle, the man with the dazzling eyes. Dazzling eyes and yeah. the tinkling fingers. Woo! Yeah. Ladies, anyway. he's single. And thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> everyone shouts out. Yeah, shouts, out. <laughs> shouts out to everyone. Yeah. You know? Did you have, do you have anything else? No, I think you uh, both hit the nail on the head with those. Shouts out to the kitties. Yeah. These yeah. kitties are cute. Yeah, and check out, uh, find us on all the social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweetberry Wine. You probably clicked on the title, so you see how Sweetberry Wine is spelled. With mm. an A. It was an A. Berry is an A. Yes. So Sweetberry Wine. Because that's Berry to my right. Yeah. It's, it's very name. self-serving. Yes. But uh, check us out on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, and Twitter. Twitter, but 
I'd say like the biggest if you did want to support us, go to Bandcamp and buy our singles. Yes. Because Apple Music is dope and Spotify is dope, but if we you really no want to support <laughs> yeah. us, uh, Bandcamp would be the way to do it. That goes mostly to us. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll have all the links in the episode notes as well. So Thank that you so if much. If anybody wants to. Find you guys, it'll be easy. Go into the episode notes, click on all the blue oh. links. There's so many of them. You're a legend. So, yeah, I, hey, I tried. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming on the show, guys. Thanks for having us.
If you liked this episode of the podcast, why not leave a review? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. For up-to-date information on the podcast, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Froggy Style Productions. That's Frog, the letter E, Style Productions. For more ways to support the show, visit fsproductions.ca.